The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a warm September Wednesday in many areas. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, September 6, 2023. Wednesday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Eleutherius. He lived in the sixth century and was chosen abbot of Saint Mark's near Spoleto and favored by God with the gift of miracles. A child who was possessed by the devil being delivered by being educated in his monastery. The abbot said one day, since the child is among the servants of God, the devil dares not approach him. Those words seemed to savor of vanity. Thereupon the devil again entered and tormented the child. The abbot humbly confessed his fault, fasted and prayed with the whole community till the child was again freed. St. Gregory the Great engaged St. Eleutherius to go with him to the Church of St. Andrews and offer up his prayers to God for his help. Eleutherius prayed, and the Pope found that he was enabled to perform the fast as he desired. It's also said that Eleutherius raised a dead man to life. He resigned his abbacy and died in St. Andrew's Monastery in Rome about the year 585. St. Eleutherius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for those persons living on the margins of society in inhumane life conditions. May they not be overlooked by institutions and never considered of lesser importance. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. From today's Mass, we have a selection from Luke. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out from many, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them, and did not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. In this part of the Gospel, I would like to have us meditate and talk to you, Lord, 
about this detail done by you that seems to be different than everyday cures that we might have something to do with, as in medicine cures. St. John Chrysostom refers to this total instantaneous cure. He says, since this was a curable type of illness, he displayed his power to the way he brought healing, doing what medicine could not do. Even after being cured of fever, patients need time to recover their former strength, but here the cure was instantaneous. The Gospel puts it again. She got up immediately and waited on them. It is remarkable, Lord, you wanted us to see this, you recorded it in the Gospel, that she got up right away, but she got up right away to serve the Apostles, Jesus and the other Apostles. What a wonderful thing to see, that this cure went deeper than the cure of an illness, a virus, a bacterium. It went deeper for us to see. The fathers of the church, in commenting on this gospel, sought in this lady's fever a symbol of concupiscence. St. Ambrose says, Peter's mother-in-law's fever represents our flesh, afflicted by various illnesses and concupiscences. Our fever is passion. Our fever is lust. Our fever is anger. Vices which, although they affect the body, perturb the soul, the mind, and the feelings. Perhaps, Lord, you want me to see here the root of why I don't serve as I should serve, why I hold back, why I fear. St. Josemaria says, one danger you may encounter only after many years in the Lord's service is falling prey to a comfort-loving mentality. Don't ever give in to it, my children. You always need to have high ideals, just as you did at the beginning. Perhaps now your ideals are not as ardent in appearance, but they are stronger and more theological. My children, now that there is so much lack of love around, I would like to remind you that we have to be able to love, and to love with all our heart. If we give our Lord our whole heart lovingly, we will have no problem about opening it wide in prayer and in spiritual direction, with all its wretchedness and weaknesses, so as to show what we are like completely and fully, in all humility, and learn to love even more, and make up for what we have been unable to undertake or failed to achieve. Help me to examine my heart, Jesus. Help me to see with grace. Am I slow to serve? Am I calculating? Do I have the cure I need from you? Please send your grace once again. Jesus, my love, that I might see like you did the needs of the others, that I may act with them like you, seeing their hearts needy. When I receive you in communion, Jesus, you will push me so hard. On the practical consequences of all this, St. Cyril says, Let us receive Jesus Christ, because when he visits us and we take him in for minds and hearts, even our worst passions are extinguished and we are kept safe to serve him, that is to do what pleases him. Am I pleasing you, Lord? Am I serving you directly? Am I serving you and the others? If I examine myself, I just might find I have this fever, this fear of serving. 
Joseph Pieper says, One who is trapped in Achadia has neither the courage nor the will to be as great as he really is. He would prefer to be less great in order to thus to avoid the obligation of greatness. Achadia is a perverted humility. It will not accept supernatural goods because they are, by their very nature, linked to a claim on him who receives them. Something similar exists in the sphere of mental health and illness. The psychiatrist frequently observes that while a neurotic individual may have a superficial will to be restored to health, in actuality he fears more than anything else the demands that are made, as a matter of course, on one who is well. What are these demands, Jesus? It demands the sweet demands to love, to understand who I am as a Christian, one who is given, one who is sent, one who should see clearly. And if I don't see clearly the needs of others, Lord, maybe I have this virus. Maybe I'm seeing myself too much. I want to be well. I do, Lord. Grant me grace. It is said that St. John Vianney blessed the sick frequently, but with reluctance. He was no more of a professional healer than was his master. Healing of the sick had the urgency of compassion in counterpoint to the salvific mystery of suffering, but not as an end in itself. The crookedest bodies often seemed to him to have the most upright souls. It would be an awful thing, he thought, to seek release from pain while remaining captive to pride. The worst cross is not to have a cross. Before praying for the infirm, he customarily asked them why they wanted to be well. My Lord Jesus, why would I want to be well? What would I do with my health? What would I do with my time? Lord, may it be for others. May I be like you, walking around, seeing souls, souls that need you, and I could be another you with your grace. Help me not be caught up in in comfort-seeking, in doing my life for myself. Help me to get up immediately, like Simon's mother-in-law, and serve the apostles, to serve the other. St. Josemaria said, The way to vanquish a comfort-loving mentality is the path of self-giving. Renewing our noble ambitions until the end of our earthly journey, through the devout fulfillment of of the norms and of our daily struggle, this is the way. It is your father who is telling you this, who at seven years of age has to struggle just like you, and perhaps even more, because I am worse than you. I would like you to feel encouraged and supernaturally responsible. Don't worry when you find the going hard. Think, with pleasure, of the fact that God has entered your heart and he's asking you for it completely. And don't ever forget that you are doing the same divine work as those first twelve who accompanied Jesus. That's how to be very happy always. Yes, St. Josemaria, intercede for me. I want to serve, as it were, the first twelve, like Peter's mother-in-law. I want to serve the apostles in the apostolic mission. Apostles around me. Help me around, however, my fear. A spiritual songwriter once said, From the fear of serving others, deliver me, O God. And that's an interesting fear. 
because maybe I have an identity crisis. I don't like to hear what you said, Jesus. You said, I am among you as one who serves. But help me to be among the others as one who serves like you. Give me back the zeal of my youth, Lord. The idealism. St. Josemaria said of those called to service that they must put their hearts on the floor like a rug so that their brothers and sisters could walk softly. Isn't this the example of Peter's mother-in-law? Jesus, help me to get this good zeal again. For over 20 years, the recruiting slogan of the United States Army was, Be all that you can be. And with your grace, Lord, I can be all that you want me to be. The saint serving the others in selflessness. I thank you, my God for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, September 6, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. 
grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days! Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, 
like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, Son of Josiah, King of Judah, this message came from the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Stand in the court of the house of the Lord, and speak to the people of all the cities of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Whatever I command you, tell them, and omit nothing. Perhaps they will listen and turn back, each from his evil way, so that I may repent of the evil I have planned to inflict upon them for their evil deeds. Say to them, Thus says the Lord, If you disobey me, not living according to the law I placed before you, and not listening to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I send you constantly, though you do not obey them, I will treat this house like Shiloh, and make this the city which all the nations of the earth shall refer to, when cursing another. Now the priests, 
the prophets, and all the people heard Jeremiah speak these words in the house of the Lord. When Jeremiah finished speaking all that the Lord bade him speak to all the people, the priests and the prophets laid hold of him, crying, You must be put to death. Why do you prophesy in the name of the Lord, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate and deserted? And all the people gathered about Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. When the princes of Judah were informed of these things, they came up from the king's palace to the house of the Lord and held court at the new gate of the house of the Lord. The priests and prophets said to the princes and to all the people, This man deserves death. He has prophesied against this city, as you have heard with your own ears. Jeremiah gave this answer to the princes and all the people. It was the Lord who sent me to prophesy against this house and city all that you have heard. Now, therefore, reform your ways and your deeds. Listen to the voice of the Lord your God, so that the Lord will repent of the evil with which he threatens you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me what you think good and right. But mark well, if you put me to death, it is innocent blood you bring on yourselves, on this city and its citizens. For in truth it was the Lord who sent me to you to speak all these things for you to hear. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Take this to heart. If you kill me, you, you and, and your, your city must bear, bear the guilt of innocent blood. blood. Pilate washed his hands before the crowd and said, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. You, you and your city must bear, bear the guilt of innocent blood. A reading from a commentary on John by Origen, priest. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. It seems to me that Jesus meant the Jews in this episode to stand for sensual men and those desirous of carnal and sensual things. These Jews were angry at his expulsion of the people who were turning his father's house into a market. So they asked for a sign to justify these actions, a sign that would show that the word of God, whom they refused to accept, was acting rightly. The Savior's reply combines a statement about the temple with a prophecy about his own body. For in answer to their question, what sign can you give to justify your conduct? He says, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Indeed, I think that both the temple and the body of Jesus can be seen in a single perspective as a type of the church. For the church is being built out of living stones. It is in process of becoming a spiritual dwelling for a holy priesthood, raised on the foundations of apostles and prophets with Christ as its chief cornerstone. Hence it bears the name Temple. On the other hand, it is written, You are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. Thus, even if the harmonious alignment of the stones should seem to be destroyed and fragmented, and, as described in the 21st Psalm, all the bones which go to make up Christ's body should seem to be scattered by insidious attacks in persecutions or times of trouble, or by those who in days of persecution undermine the unity of the temple. Nevertheless, the temple will be rebuilt, and the body will rise again on the third day, 
after the day of evil which threatens it, and the day of consummation which follows. For the third day will dawn upon a new heaven and a new earth, when these bones that form the whole house of Israel are raised up on that great day of the Lord, when death has been defeated. So the resurrection of Christ, accomplished after his suffering on the cross, embraces the mystery of the resurrection of his whole body. For just as the physical body of Christ was crucified and buried and afterward raised up, so in the same way the whole body of Christ's holy ones has been crucified and lives no longer with its own life. For each of them, like Paul, makes his boast of nothing else but the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which he has himself been crucified to the world and the world to him. But each Christian has not only been crucified with Christ and crucified to the world, he has been buried with Christ too, as Paul says. We have been buried with Christ. But as though already in possession of some pledge of the resurrection, Paul goes on to say, And we have risen with him. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who lives within you, whom God has given you. You are not your own anymore. You were purchased at a great price. You, you should, should then honor God in your body. You shall not defile yourselves. You shall be holy, for I am holy. You, you should then honor God in your body. Almighty God, every good thing comes from you. Fill our hearts with love for you. Increase our faith, and by your constant care, protect the good you, gave, you have given us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Jesus leaves the synagogue and goes to the house of Simon Peter. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Simon Peter's mother-in-law is afflicted with a fever. Jesus heals her, and a lot of other people too. It's from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. He arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with a high fever, and they besought him for her. Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and served them. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many. You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. When it was day, he departed 
and went into a lonely place. The people sought him and came to him and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, just like it said in that gospel, a lot of people really felt they needed Jesus. And that's the case today, too. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. That afternoon, many people were cured and received a word of encouragement, a gesture of understanding from the Master. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. How happy the sick people must have been, and how happy too the people who had brought them to Jesus. Apostolate calls for sacrifice, but it is at the same time an immensely joyful undertaking. What a wonderful thing it is to bring our friends to Jesus, so that he can impose his hands on them and heal them. Early the following morning, Jesus withdrew to a secluded place as he was wont to do, and the people sought him out and came to him, and would have kept him from leaving them, but he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea, Today, too, we find many people who don't know Christ. God wishes to imbue us with a sense of urgency for overcoming all that ignorance and for spreading good doctrine everywhere, using all sorts of methods and initiatives. As Pope John Paul II reminds us, this mission is not the exclusive preserve of the sacred ministers or religious but ought to embrace the entire ambit of secular society, of the family and the school. Every Christian has to participate in the task of Christian formation, to feel the urgent need to evangelize. Something, says St. Paul, that gives me no ground for boasting, for necessity is laid upon me. Only if we look to Christ, if we love him, Will we overcome laziness and love of comfort? Will we emerge from the ivory tower that each of us tends to build for himself? Will we make many blind people see Christ, many deaf people hear him, and many cripples walk beside him? God needs our cooperation. Let us look at Christ now in our prayer, and let us also contemplate the people around us. What have we done up to now to lead them to God? Let us look at our own family, our colleagues at work, or our study companions, those who live beside us, the people with whom we share a common interest, and the people we meet when traveling. Isn't it true that we haven't made very good use of many of the opportunities we have had? Haven't we got tired? Could it not be said to us some day that, we didn't speak to those neighbors of ours about Christ when this was what they really needed. 
A consideration that should help us to be unwavering in apostolate is the great multiplying effect of all the good or evil that happens in the world. The people who that evening felt Christ stop beside them and impose his divine hands upon them knew in their hearts that their life couldn't go on being the way it was before. They became new apostles and went around everywhere, spreading the good news about the way, the truth, and the life whom they themselves had met. They announced it in their families, in their villages, in short, everywhere they went. That is what we too have to do. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, God, all all your ways are holy. What What God can can compare compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea. Your path through the mighty waters and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock. 
by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king, and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The The Lord Lord is is King, King. let Let the the earth earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path, 
It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get up off your knees and come down from the mountaintop. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. Patrick Conley a bit later on yet with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.